What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the My Virgo Friend Podcast. I am Chi Chi, your meditation and movement coach, and I have the beautiful Mina from the Yumi Yoni. What's up, hon? Hello, my dear. We are going to be talking with her about her business, her upcoming events, and her beautiful Earth Goddess Queen energy. But before we get to that, we're going to go for our five deep breaths. Inhale deeply through the nose. Exhale through the mouth for five deep intentional breaths. Breathe in. And take a sip of your beverage. I am drinking warm tea that has chilled off to the perfect temperature. Amina, what are you drinking, my love? Some beautifully chilled LaCroix. Yes. Was that key lime? Yes. We love a key lime. (laughs) All right. So we're going to set it off with the earth signs because we're both earth queens in this thing. All right. So shout out to the Tauruses, Capricorns, and Virgos. Cheers. Yes. Shout out to the water signs. Scorpio, Pisces, and Cancers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the air signs, Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra. And last but not least, the fire signs, Sagittarius, Leo, and the birthday babes, the Aries. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Happy birthday. I want to send a special happy birthday to Raya. Um, My love, she is um, Aries Queen. Sending me love. Always supporting the podcast. Always supporting me and my coaching. Raya, happy birthday, my love. I hope you had a wonderful birthday season. And again, happy birthday to my mama, Veronica, Aries Queen. Love of my life. I get to see her this weekend. I'm so excited. And everyone, yes, raising the roof for all the mamas in the house. All the Empress motherly energy here. And um, I want to wish everyone a happy Easter if you are celebrating or if you're just acknowledging uh, the weekend and the holiday as time with family. That's what's up. Cheers to you. Nice. Cheers. All right, you guys. So at the time of this recording, we are in Aries season. It is the spring season. It is the week of the Libra full moon all right so we're gonna be talking about all of that energy on this episode but like i said we have a guest you guys oh my gosh we haven't had a guest in like over a year it seems like probably literally that so i'm very very excited i know you all are very excited to have a guest back on the show so it only feels right that i have amina she has been my sister in spirit my sister in business my sister in creative dreams and action since 2019 October 2019 I believe because that's when I started the meditation meetups and I feel like you came at like the second one it was like since the very very beginning or the first or second one it was like at the very beginning so I think it's very interesting that we linked up in Libra season and now we're having you on the pod as a guest for the Libra full moon so everyone put your hands together for my friend the beautiful talented entrepreneurial successful mother and woman queen goddess amina of yumioni thank you chichi that was such a beautiful introduction (laughs) thank you you for having me you are very welcome welcome to the my virgo friend podcast please give us your big three and tell us who you are 
Of course. So my big three, I am a Virgo moon, uh, Taurus. No, I'm sorry. Virgo sun, Taurus moon, Capricorn rising. So I'm earth all the way across the board. Um, very interesting. <laughs> Triple earth. Earth queen for real. Very, very interesting. Um, and it has taught me a lot about myself. Um, and I encourage everyone to the people who are close to you, learn their big three, especially parents. It has helped me understand different emotions about my daughter. Um, and I kid you not, I'll look at the moon chart and I'll be like, oh, it's a cancer moon. That's why she's so bad. <laughs> and I can cope with her better. So mm -hmm. I encourage everybody, your loved ones, figure out their their big three and it's it's a beauty. <laughs> you know, it's so interesting you say that because I've had people ask me because, you know, I'm all into astrology and reading energy and stuff. And they're like, Chi Chi, like my like their kid is just born. They're like, can you read my natal chart for my child? So there's like a movement where women are learning about energy and want to understand their child and like how it really does help with the spiritual bond between mother and child to just know what those dominant placements are. So um, that's so interesting you said that because. Yes, that's what's up. Um, okay, so based on that big three, how do you see that played out in your world as being a Virgo son in which you guys, you know, we talk about the big three all the time. Remember, your son sign is the date you were born. Okay, so if you're if you're a Virgo son, it's because your birthday is in late August till mid-September, somewhere in there. Your moon sign is your emotions, okay? And then your rising is like the first impression when people first meet you, you come off like a such and such, but you're actually a such and such with a blank personality. So, Miss Amina, being a Virgo sun, Taurus moon, Capricorn rising, what does that look like? What does that feel like? So, um, I feel like in a lot of areas of my life, I, I approach it very earthly. So it, that's good, but then sometimes it's it can be um, overwhelming because a Virgo, we always feel like we have to be working. And then with those things that we're always working, we just got to get it done. Yes. And yeah, everything doesn't have to be done. As soon as you start it, it's okay to prioritize and span things out. So that's the the bad side to it. But the good side to it is that I very rarely procrastinate. Yeah. And if I was somebody on your team, it's going to get done. <laughs> yes. Push through, she said. <laughs> Push through. It's definitely going to get done. But um, so that's that's that. And then it's interesting because it's always something different that I'm learning. Like, for example, my daughter is a Capricorn. That's her sun sign. Mm -hmm. And then that's my rising sign. Exactly. So we kind of butt heads her little sign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I chuckle because I, I laugh at myself. I'm like, wow, she's like, that's like a little right there. It's, it's beautiful, but... And there's a maturity with Capricorn energy, too. So to see your child with that Capricorn energy, it's like, be a child. Stop being so, like, adulty and mature. And it happens overnight. It really? happens on different little different things that she do. And I'm like, like, for example, her going to bed. She doesn't uh -huh. like me to be in there with her anymore. She, she's like, mommy, I'm ready for my drinky and put me to bed. I'm like, okay. Not close fine. the door behind you. Ain't no boogeyman's in here. They're, they're not real. Close the door. I'm fine. <laughs> oh, that night light, mom. I'm fine. <laughs> Mother, please. I'm good. I have my teddy bears. I'm good to go. Thanks. And that's it. She, Aww. I can see 
independence at an early stage. So yeah, it's interesting. But it is important, though, for especially young girls, but for children anyway, to feel empowered and to have parents that see the that change and that shift of, wow, they're a little more independent They They don't need me as much. And just finding that sweet spot balance, because, you know, there are some parents that are just like locked in, like you need to need me forever. You know, so that's really cool that you honored that transition in your daughter. How old is she? She is three going on 30. Word, three going on 30. So there's the terrible twos. What they say about the three-year-olds? The threes, I'm finding out that it's literally three going on 30. I think because she's finding that independence, it's, it's more like, no, I want to do it on my own. And I'm like, well, baby, I know you think you know how to do it, but let me show you how to do it first. Yeah. Yeah, she's like ready. She's just ready. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, cheers to baby girl. And you said she's a Capricorn. So she turns over the holiday season. She's a Capricorn, yes. So is it like, uh, is she after Christmas, right before New Year's? Where's she at? She's right after Christmas and after New Year, January 9th. That, okay, so she has a little bit of time. So she doesn't have all her gifts, like, smashed together. <laughs> or, <laughs> well, yeah, she's real young now. She can't tell the difference yet. She's young now, and she can't tell the difference now, but... Uh, we might have to have a little talk. We gonna on. see. <laughs> we gonna see. Oh, sweet. Okay, awesome. So, with having a Taurus moon and Earth moon, because remember, you guys, we have four elements. You have fire signs, Earth signs, air signs, water signs. Right now, we have the Libra full moon. So the air, the full moon is an air energy. Um, air is communication, thinking, ideas, um, intangible information or ideas or what is having an earth moon what does that feel like for you in regards to like processing your emotions expressing yourself I think that sometimes for example when it comes to my intuition I instantly want to take it literal for what it is for example and, right and so like like for example for my intuition sometimes I have to read between the lines of things whether it's through a dream or literally a download that'll come down. And being that my moon sign is earth, I want to take it right for what it is instead of trying to decode it, maybe trying to figure it out. Maybe it's something that is coming and not has already happened. So I have to pause a second a lot of times in um, what, what would you think is a good sign that analyzes that kind of, uh, a Virgo moon, an Aquarius moon, any type of air moon, Virgo. Air. Those are like the big ones I would go for, like dominant. So then that makes sense. I've been in this very over analytical energy lately. And yeah. it sounds like it's coming from the Libra moon. Yes. Yes. And And then with my earth moon instead of writing it down and trying to look at it from a different point I'm like well, well where's the red thing instead of well maybe it's not red maybe it's pink just meditate on it a little bit pray on it a little bit and I think that that's probably an issue mm. that I was having yeah. an earth moon for me it's like needing that proof before you can like move on anything right mm-hmm what about like when it comes to like 
situations where people are typically very sad or very emotional, how would an earth moon process it or what your experience has been? For me, I always want to go in a fixer mode and trying to help, trying to um, give ideas or that. I like to call it Bob the Builder. When I think of like anything earthly, it's like Bob the Builder. But I, I feel like for us, and correct me if I'm wrong, sometimes we can't take that same Bob the Builder and Im- implement it in our own problems. No. Like <laughs> What's the fun in that? No, <laughs> we will not listen to our own selves. Wow. <laughs> but what? Um, just ready to go on like that, Bob the Builder and help and fix and throw suggestions and, oh, I can do this and, oh, I have a website for that and there's a book for that. And it's like, sometimes some people don't want to hear that. Sometimes, sometimes they, they really don't. They just want the shoulder to cry on. They don't want no nothing else. So that is an issue. <laughs> wow does that speak to like the overgiving too it's like for example like if I know you like donuts and you didn't ask for donuts but I went and got you a box of donuts because I know you like donuts but then when I bring them to you you're on a diet and you're like pissed that I bought you donuts even though you do like them I didn't ask you for all that now your feelings your hurt your intentions were good your intentions were good and it's like now my feelings hurt because I want to force this love of like take these donuts they don't want the donuts that don't mean I'm not worthy of the love of that wasn't good enough it's just, that's not what was needed right there. And like, I was doing a little more than I probably should have, but do I allow that to hurt my feelings? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like I could see like the Bob, the builder, like, because it's like with earth, it's um not malleable, but it's tangible. It's stable. So it's like, you want to stabilize stuff. You want to like, okay, if you're feeling all over the place. How can we get you grounded again? Yeah, that you took it and you put it in a pretty bow for me. Thank you. That, you couldn't have said it any better is how all of your mess, let me take your mess and put the cement down and put this brick down, put the cement mm-hmm. down. And it's like, well, for me, try it over here first. Yeah. Yes. We have to remember to give it to ourselves first. Like it's, it's okay to be a giver and a lover and a provider, but just make sure you have your equipment and tools and resources first. Yeah. Okay, and then um, we talked about the Virgo, the Taurus, um, the Taurus moon, and then the Capricorn rising. Now, in regards to like your love and attraction, where does that lead you? What are you most receptive to? Water signs in general. We don't need any specific signs or dates or anything, but just in general. So my Venus is in Leo. I give it oh, a look. Oh, okay. So remember, <laughs> y'all, Venus is your feminine energy. So her feminine energy is in fiery lioness Leo. It is big. And I think that I like big love. Mm-hmm. Once you catch your name on me, so it, do I know it's real. I need mm. that kind of energy. Oh. So, <laughs> to piggyback off the question, I think you said what kind of what kind of sign am I attracted to? Yes. I like um boastful confidence signs. So that's typically a Virgo man. Mm-hmm. A Leo man. Leo, yeah. Fun. Um, or even better in August Virgo man they're fun because they have like the intelligence of a Virgo but the funness of a Leo girl they're like a Virgo on steroids yeah I like them I like them too because they, they're not they're not such a nerd for lack of a better word like they're not yeah. so boring, if you will. In August, in August, Virgo, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ch- 
Exactly. Cheers to that. I done gulped my tea because it was starting to cool off. I had to drink it down. Mm. Okay, so Virgo, do you know what your what your Mars sign is in? Hmm. Cause no. I I feel like it, it's something like if you know like your Venus or the men, I think it's like your the men that you're attracted to is based on your Mars and the women they're attracted to is based on their Venus. Ooh, so we find out real quick in five seconds. But you said you're attracted to Virgo men. Who? What else? What other side? Hmm. While we pull up the compatibility chart, I'm trying to think. I I I would say, or can I? Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna like throw out some like open ended answer the finish the sentence type of questions. Okay, let's do it. And you can either go by sign or element if you can't really pinpoint the sign. Okay. Um, the best. Signs in a friendship. Best sign in a friendship. Can I pick two? Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say Virgo and Libra. Virgo, Libra, because? Libras are very loyal. Mm-hmm. Libras are very, very loyal. Um, And they're going to be there for you. Mm-hmm. They're going to be there for you. A Virgo, speaking from my own point of view. I mean... Where- <laughs> We're going to provide that stability as far as emotional. You can call us. And like I just said, we'll figure the problem out with you and for you. Yes. We'll get in there and get the hands dirty with you. Yes. So I, I think that those two traits together make a great companionship and a friendship. Love it. The best lovers, not sexual experiences, but lovers. In the sense of like how they speak, how they act, how they make you feel, how they show up, how they set their own boundaries. That's between Cancer and Virgo. Mm. Cancers are very romantic um, Mm -hmm. and they'll give you themselves on a silver platter. Yeah. Um, Only bad trait is they're a little immature when they don't get something that they want. I don't like that. That wa- baby water. Uh, there you go. They're the there baby water sign. There you go. And um, Virgo men are very romantic too. I hadn't experienced that yet, but I, I do want to experience the Virgo man. They're very romantic, but the only thing, I wouldn't necessarily say I don't like it, but it's like a very romantic and then it bursts. It's back to. Oh, okay. It was no. like a performance. Well, not a performance, but it's like a production. It's like you did all this. It was perfect. But then it that's it. Like a one and done type thing. No, because it's genuine. Okay. Yeah. It's genuine. So it's, it's like, um, it's like, well, this is the, like, for example, you get a bouquet of flowers from a Virgo man. You're there, huggy, kissy, and then that's it. We're, I gave you the flowers. You acknowledge the it. Box. Let's move on to the next thing. You know, yes. it's not. I don't have to put my feet up in the air and you pick me up and swing me. Right. <laughs> Cook so, dinner, buy flowers, clean up after, give a hug, touch that booty, check. Okay, I did the thing. That, that's that, that, that. Yeah, thing. about the builder, the earth energy. Like, okay, I did this, I did that, and I did that. What's wrong? <laughs> What's the matter now? What's the matter and, now? Did I not give you the things? I mean, shit. <laughs> 
Yeah. But... Okay, now the best sexual experiences. Hmm. And a part two question, what is the definition of good sex? Um, okay. I would say good sex is intimacy. I would yes. say the actual part of intercourse is that's kind of like the end, really. Yeah. That's like we can't take it anymore. Let's go. We're done now. So I would say um a Scorpio. I was supposed to cheers. I hate that I have to give it to a Scorpio. <laughs> but there it is. Mm. <laughs> Damn it, you Scorpio. I know. I know. As far as like the intimacy thing, Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Um and then um what was the other question? But, um, um, yeah. Yes, in part two of the best sexual experiences or the se- best sex partners, what determines good sex? What makes a good sexual experience? Like, mm. why the Scorpios and why the... Oh, do you have a second sign you want to throw in there? I would say Virgo. But... <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. But as far as, like, that taking your time, Scorpio. Mm. Yeah, Scorpio. the the hunt. The hunt. Like, come and get me. Let me know you want me. They're going to take their time. And it's going to be to the point where it's just going (laughs) to. Never mind. But they'll take their time. (laughs) Into the abyss. Just in there. Oh, my gosh. Well, cheer. Fine. Well, cheers again. Oh, the Scorpios. Cheers to the Scorpios. Mm. And Virgos. And Virgos. And Virgos, yes. Why the the Virgos? Virgos, when we like, when it's someone that we are in love with and we like, we we can give some Scorpio energy. Yes. Yes. I love Scorpios. Yeah, I said put some respect on my, we could put some Scorpio on it. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's that's one. I feel, I, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that, uh, like the particular, like the like very detailed oriented, and like just meeting the most basic need. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like just really being attentive to, yeah. yeah. Yes, but I think that also plays into checking off the box. True, true. Those box off can't have a box unchecked. For so it's like. It's like mechanical, but if there has to be some harmony with that mechanical type of doing. That's the word I was looking for. Mechanical. And yeah. I think sometimes we feel like putting the harmony in it is getting off track. And it's okay to get off track just a little bit. Just right. a little bit. You know, our signs need to be perfect. I Ish. hate that. Perfect-ish. <laughs> bad. I like it, but sometimes it's hard to turn off. Yes. Now, and when it comes to intimacy, especially with you being a Taurus moon, Taurus is ruled by Venus, very sensual, apply, a, appealing to all of the senses. So if someone has a Taurus moon, Earth moon, or just wants to understand what it means to have good sex in your eyes, what does that look and feel like? Um, Energetically. I would say um, Skin to skin is always like it. It has to be some type of warm, warm mm-hmm. um, contact. Yes. Has to be some kind, some type of warm contact. 
Um, and again, I know I keep saying this word, but it really starts with the intimacy. Like yeah. just, it can even start from a conversation. Yes. Damn, I didn't know that you knew that. Or I didn't know that you even felt that kind of way. Like, tell me more. Sapiosexual. That's the word. Yes. Yes, I feel that. Now, uh, sapiosexual, if you don't know what that is, you want to break it down? Yes. Uh, someone who is intrigued or turned on by the knowledge of someone else? Yes. Mm -hmm. Simulated through conversation. So, like, maybe uh, I think an example of that will be poets, like slam poets or people that do those poetry nights where they're just talking about sex and just really painting a picture of, like, a sexual encounter. I feel like that a sapiosexual has that gift. Nice. Of yes. doing that. And it's like, or uh, people that engage in like phone sex all the time. Like there's no physical touch anywhere. Like you can see stuff, but it's really all about how you're communicating with your words, with your energy. And you know? Yes. Yeah. All right. So got the big three. Um, now you own the business Yumioni. Tell us all about it, please. Where did it start? What's the inspiration behind it? Oh, Yumi Yoni. Um, Yumi is named after my daughter, which is Japanese for beautiful. Yeah. And Yoni, we recognize that word is sacred space. There's many names for it, um, but overall, it's your sacred space. <clears throat> so Yumi Yoni, your beautiful sacred space. Um, and I started that 2020. Um, and it just more so came from wanting to find a tribe. I was a new mother. Um, she's my only child. So this was my first rodeo at this. And having a child, um, it it does put you in a different headspace, not a good space or a bad space. It's just different. There's so many different things to adjust to now. Yeah. So you have to kind of figure out your old life plus your new life. And sometimes that's overwhelming. So you have to find an outlet for that, whether it's the shower, a candle, um, a bath, like a soaking bath, wh yeah. whatever that is. And it more so just came from me making little stuff and giving it to friends mm -hmm. and sharing it with friends and family. And I thought, well, why not make a business out of what I like to do? And that's just what I did. I started off with um, soaps. First yeah. it was and then I went into candles, um, <clears throat> and now I have yoni steams. At first, we didn't we didn't even have yoni steams because I wanted that to to mean a sacred space. Yeah. But I also seen the benefits that the yoni steams were doing for me, um, especially after I had my daughter. <clears throat> yeah. It was really really healing. Yeah. Um, spiritually and physically. Yeah. So. <laughs> Okay, so in regards to your products, were you having them like shipped in? Were you creating them yourself? So the ingredients to make like the candles and the soaps, those are shipped in. But as far as um like the herbs and steeping the oils, for example, the money oils, that is made all in-house. The herbs, yeah. like if herbal shop, and then I get <clears throat> the oil that it sits in and it sits for, it depends, six months to a year. Yeah. But I got one. Let me just break out on something. Oh. I have one that's been sitting since last March. Ooh. In uh, Pisces or Aries? Well, the new year. It's been, year. For, it's been sitting for a year. Some money oil. I 
have some money or that's been sitting for, yeah. Ooh. And I don't know what I want to do with it. I don't know if I want to do like a limited edition or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to come. Just want to sprinkle a little nugget up there for y'all. But. I know that's right. <laughs> I have, um, I made rose water during, during the Leo full moon in Aquarius season because Leo, big hair, big thickness or whatever. And I I still got it over there, but like I'll take like one jar and like pour it in a shower or like rinse my hair with it. But like I don't know. Like I'm just not moving it. So I'm like, maybe I'm like subconsciously wanting to charge it as long as possible, maybe until Leo season. Maybe like a six month charge or whatever. But um like the longer the better. Yeah. Oh my god. So what would you uh describe yourself as being, you know, a person that's in the kitchen making these products in the name of like spirituality and energy healing? Um I would call myself a spiritualist. Yes. Because at the end of the day, every product that I that I make is to cater to whatever spiritual ailment that you're having or whatever spiritual heartache or yeah. whatever it is that we deal with, it always starts in the spirit. In the- yes. Your top three favorite products from your line? My top three, definitely my Yoni Steam. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all women should incorporate that. Yes. At least. So my Yoni Steam, um, my face bar, the turmeric face bar, that helped my face a lot after having my daughter. I'm not sure if it was just maybe like a release from like all the good pregnant hormones when they go away. Sometimes it, it oh. takes the takes the glow with it. So. It's stripping away. No! <laughs> so that helped bring my glow back, the turmeric soap, and then um, the love attraction oil. That one is my favorite lately. Yes. Yeah. I miss, I have a stand-up shower now, so I don't have a tub, and I miss taking bubble baths and, like, just putting the oils in. Like, I used to, like, boil the pots of water, like, drop the oils in there and have a little bath bomb and a little Palo Santo stick and just, like, That's really set up. Fun. Yeah. Girl, and just literally set up my sacred space. And, like, your products really helped me with my spiritual healing. So thank you so much for the work you do and, and did. You know what I'm saying? Because it has helped a lot of people. And you're still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yes, I am. I'm not going to stop. Our our goal is to have a storefront mm-hmm. or an actual physical location so that we can have a physical area for healing and yes. actual sacred space. So yes. that is the goal. Um, and I, I would like to do that, not just for myself, but for the, the women and the men there are some men that follow my brand I'm doing you know because as easy as it sounds there's not really a whole bunch of places to go to no it's not and really it's just so much work and that needs to be done to get to first of all the black community but the black community that is so ingrained in the church being the one and only way and anything that's outside that is wrong and demonic and you know what i'm saying so there's going to be there's so many people that need help you know what i'm saying there's plenty of churches and plenty of spaces that promote that energy and there's like there's such a need for these healing spaces that you want to create so it's very important and have you noticed like a an increase of men because I've had an increase of men like literally reaching out like hey I want an energy reading too and it's like 
oh wow you're not just looking you're not just like trying to flirt or whatever through my business you literally want you're interested in healing services I I think that that's coming from a lot of men being vulnerable, not vulnerable. I I feel like I used the wrong word. Um, For lack of better terms, I'm not going to say open, but I feel like that's coming from a lot of other men being open on social media. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of that now. And a lot of men also just saying like, hey, if you feel like X, Y, and Z as a man, it's okay. Like yeah. if you don't have a dad, I talk to my dad about it, or I talk to my uncle about it. They're saying that this is okay for a black male, for a man to feel this kind of way. Yeah. And as simple as that sounds, we we you don't realize how much you relate to that person that yeah. you're scrolling by on your timeline. Yes. So I think that that comes from a lot of openness of seeing other men being open now, which yeah. is good. And, you know, I was uh, teaching one of my students the other night in uh, during ballroom and I forgot how we got on the subject, but he was saying how men only get flowers at their funeral. Like men never get flowers. And I'm like, wow, men never really get flowers because, you know, we get it for our birthdays, Valentine's Day, blah, 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 you know, just but just because flowers or whatever. But like they're like, yeah, you know, men never receive flowers until our funeral. Then we're not even there to like appreciate it. Like men will like flowers. It's like. Oh, well we, well, we need to start giving men their flowers. But at the same time, to bring me back to my donut example, men need to be receptive to the love offerings too. Yes, yes. And I think that that comes from a lot of, um, we put how a gender is supposed to act. Yes, so yes. Mm-hmm. And if that gender acts outside of what they've been told, then they're, I'm not going to say the word, but they're the opposite or they're just right. shut up. Right. So I think that giving a, a guy flowers or doing something that you would do to a woman, some men may not even want to accept it because like, well, I don't want her to, to see that I'm soft. And it's like, no, baby, you're not soft. This is me. I'm trying to show you that I love you and I care about you. What yeah. I want you to do is accept it. Yes, receive That's it. What I want you to do, receive it. Mm-hmm. So, and that's yeah. hurtful too like when you're with good intentions open hearted really trying to show somebody some love and they just like smack the fries out of your hand it's like what the hell like I could have mm-hmm. ate them fries why are you being so damn mean because you don't know how to receive a gift and kudos to yourself for when you see that trait in your partner you take a step back and think okay it's not me it's not me it's not me it's my partner now let me bring it down and see what's wrong with my partner before I get up there with them. Yeah. So go see yourself for for noticing that and you know trying to address whatever the internal issue because there's something internal. Yeah, because like I mean, like when we think about children, they're pure, right? They come out the womb and they're just like exploring life. They're curious. They're making friends wherever, blah blah blah. And then you know, as they go through experiences, they're conditioned to don't talk so loud, stop asking so many damn questions, stop having so much energy, go to sleep in silence. With you know what I'm saying? And it's like all of this like conditioning with children. And forgot why how I got on this point, but um. Oh, oh, we it's a learned behavior to like reject love. It's a learned behavior because as children, in essence, they're just lovers. You know, they're excited, they're happy, they're friendly until things happen and it conditions them to not be that way. So we have to remember that 
when you're being in that pure form, and it's so funny I'm talking about this because it's Aries season, but when you're in that pure form, sharing love and someone doesn't know how to respond or how to receive the love, okay, it's not me, it's it's, it's not me, it's them. Like, we can't let the world turn us cold and say, oh, because they don't want to hear my loving affirmations, now I need to shut the fuck up. No, you just don't deserve my loving affirmations. I'm going to keep it for myself until I attract per- someone that's on the same vibration as me that will appreciate this. You know what I'm saying? But we just have to learn a lesson and pivot. Right. And I wish we would highlight more on, quote, keeping it to yourself, whatever the whatever it is, your love, your beauty, your lady parts, whatever, your ideas, your blessings, keep it to yourself mm-hmm. and to attract what will what will love whatever that is the same way that you will. Yeah. And I think you're said than done. Mm-hmm. I'm so- easier said than done because you get bored real easy real quick and your mind wanders and you venture off yeah no (sighs) all right so going so shout out to all the men that are out there doing the work that are interested in energy healing um, please know we are in a shift ever since we hit the pandemic, really, but like really the age of Aquarius, since the pandemic has shifted, everyone has awakened their eyes to see what truly matters, what they really, really want to spend their days, how they want to spend their time, what gifts and talents, you know, they need to monetize and what trauma needs to be sorted out. You know what I'm saying? What karma needs to be dealt with. So for the men that are stepping up to the plate to be alphas again. To be leaders, okay? To be strong and masculine with a healthy feminine balance of the energy. Like, Mino, how would you describe a masculine alpha man with a healthy feminine balance energy? What does that look like? Hmm. Um. So I think what keeps the man from leading is fear. He's insecure in something, whether it's his finances, his emotions, it's something that has him feeling insecure to take the bull by the horns. So for a healthy relationship of those two, I need to know what's bothering you down to anything, down to what you probably wouldn't even tell your best friend. I need to know that. Because if if you're keeping that from me, I'm, my mind's going to start wondering, going to start thinking, is this where you want to be? Mm-hmm. And if it's where you want to be, you have to put everything into it, even your sensitive and vulnerable moments about yourself. Yeah. So the one thing that I look for, um, for a man that has a, a healthy balance of the two is how he expresses um, his shortcomings. How do you express your anger? Yeah. How do you express your letdowns? Is it all over the place? Is it something where you can come to me and we can talk about it and maybe we can get to the drawing board? And if it's a reoccurring thing, maybe we can get you moved ahead the next time it comes around or what happens. But don't internalize that and then take it out on me or whatever, the relationship, whatever. Sex too. Some, 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 I'm not really going to say guys, but some partners will take out their frustration during sex. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be rough and and anger. It's sensual. Yeah. So that's another thing to look out for. If you and your partner are constantly having, it's like, okay, what's going on? Oh, you touched on something. Okay. Mm-hmm. And of course we're, oh, sorry, as you were. 
ahead. Um, and of course, we're not experts. We're just giving our opinion and our experiences as spiritualists and things like that. But do you like what based on what you just said? Because personally, I do like a little force during pain, but I also can honestly say that I do have some trauma wounds that I need to work through as well. So do you think sometimes with us as receivers or as women, when we like that, that mm-hmm. pounding, it's because of like, it's like a spiritual, like plunging, if you will, it's like something we're trying to feel like a void in a sense, maybe at times. I would say when you're in that act of that pounding, what's on your mind? Yeah. What are you thinking about and how do you feel? Do you really, now if you really feel like, you know, oh yeah, keep doing it by all means, let me, excuse me. But if, if you feel like, oh, that's a little too rough or all oh, that's, if it's anything of all but or all, start to allow those thoughts to come through mm-hmm. and start thinking like, how do I really feel? Yeah. In that little pocket. But at, at in another token, let's say if you guys are intimate and it just leads up to that point and as you guys are finishing off, it's at that point. That's not, that's not really something to gauge at. Right, yeah. It's it's like the second you guys come in contact and you're intimate, it's just no sensual, nothing. It's just... Just get to it. Just animalistic. Right. So that, for me, would be a red flag for my partner, for me, because... If you're in, if you're my man and you're trying to show me that you have a balance, let me see that sensual side. Yes. Don't just automatically pull your man goods out. You know, there's so many other ways we can be intimate. Yeah. In in differentiating that that intimacy that your partner is craving, do they just want to feel the touch and kissing? They may not even want the intercourse. Right. Yeah. Might not. And then here we are gagging and throwing up when they don't probably want all that <laughs> or not or not <laughs> whoa nelly whoa whoa it don't take all that it don't take all that pull it back girl pull it back <laughs> it don't take all that what i told you that virgo and that scorpio i told you <laughs> we we like this okay and you know this is not a sex podcast but i just feel so freaky right now i just want to talk about sex with you i don't know if it's because we're talking about yanni's or because you're triple earth and I'm feeling your Taurus moon, or if it's the Libra moon, I don't know. That's what I'm about sex. But we to answer your question, it. though, oh. we're gonna let the energy flow. No, we're gonna let it flow. We're gonna That's let it right. flow. And I love your nails, by the way. That red is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I did something different, by the way. Nobody knows this, but this is just all part of like me pulling different things about myself. And if you would have told me a couple months ago or even last year to color my nails a basic solid color and then red, <laughs> but I love it. I love it's powerful. I love it. I don't know why I love it. I love it, and I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> it's beautiful. Red nail color is a powerful thing. So they look beautiful. It, I noticed that it makes me feel like ladyish. Yes, like, I feel like it's very classic lady color okay very classic like it's given like from the 50s like when the ladies dress up just to go grocery shopping yeah take me back i always feel like i was born at the horriblest wrong time i wasn't supposed to be born in the 90s why are we here i'm supposed to be in the 70s (laughs) why am i here 
thirties, yes, thirties, where it was fun, and at least from what I saw, it was fun and just not to have a good time. I mean, every generation has their you know activist moments or their you know their their times of turmoil. Yeah. For the most part, those times back then looked very free and very fun. Yes. And to piggyback on that, since I moved up here to Atlanta, I started teaching ballroom dancing. So for everybody that's listening in wherever I travel to, Georgia, Orlando, the Carolinas, whatever, um, foxtrot, waltz, tango, salsa, cha-cha, bachata, rumba, swing, all of those dances I'm teaching, right? And what I love about ballroom is the etiquette. I love the sweetness and the politeness, the respectability, the decency, you know what I'm saying, of the man inviting the woman to dance without pulling her on the dance floor. You know what I'm saying? Like, walk the lady off the dance floor, the lady being elegant and light and feminine, and there's just a sweetness and intimacy while being very conservative and very respectable. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like somebody said the other day, like, bring back lady in the street freaking the sheep. Why is everybody butt naked and exposing everything? Freak, freaking the freaking the sheets and in the streets. <laughs> and and I'm all for having a, a good time, but save that for vacation. Save it for vacation. Stop twerking at the headlights in the place where you live, girl. Save it for vacation where you know, the Wi-Fi don't really work overseas anyway. Right. Like, nobody's going to be posting you. Just save it for vacation. But that's a, that's a topic for another. <laughs> that's them kids nowadays, man, posting everything. But yes, like, there, and I know there's like a movement of like femininity. Like, that's a topic that's always on podcasts and stuff. But like, for any of the women and men that's listening or whatever, we're bringing back the etiquette. We're bringing back ladies, okay? We're bringing back men being gentlemen, okay? Not, oh my gosh, one thing I cannot stand about culture nowadays is everyone sharing who they're having sex with in their dick pics in the group chat. It's like, girl, what if you fall in love with this man? Now all your homegirls know what his dingling look like and know that what he likes in the bedroom. No, or not only, not only that, there's a there's also no in, to piggyback off of that. There's no reservation. So mm-hmm. why would you assume that as soon as you meet a, a woman or a lady that that's the kind of video or picture that she would want? Exactly. Why, what? Why do you have to assume? Now the other women that you may be entertaining might, but as soon as you meet someone, just and that kind of shows the respect for the guy. I think women need to start looking at that too. Is how does that man show up to the world, and how does he respect himself? It's Mm -hmm. always how does a woman respect herself, and how does she show herself to the world? I think women should also reciprocate that and do a spot check too. Absolutely, because I don't want somebody that they have their dick pics in everybody's phone. Everybody know what your stuff look like. I mean, I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. You know, like, especially if it was something, you know, you don't want to hear the, oh, that was, that was a year ago that, and it's like, well, what's the difference from 12 months ago? I don't even want to think that they know what it looked like with no picture evidence. I don't want them to have the memory of it. Okay. So like, no, like some stuff just needs to be like preserved and right. Right. You know, like there is none of a that sacred either. space. It, there's none of that. <laughs> there's none of that. And Unfortunately, when you bring up that topic, 
a lot of people get defensive because of the word, you know, freedom. I should be able to express myself however I want, but it's like everything should have some type of limitation to it. Yeah, reservation. That's a good word. And, <laughs> and, and earlier you said the word um, internalized in regards to like men, like internalizing stuff all the time. So that was like spot on because it's like, don't do this. Bring it out, babe. Like we want to know what's going on. But in defense of the men, it could be a, that in itself, not expressing yourself could be a traumatic situation. Maybe they tried to do that in the past or maybe even something from um, childhood years, trying to express yourself to your parents or your family and you get told, stop running your mouth and stop tattletelling all the time. <laughs> stop, you know, and people, a child will take that with yeah. them adulthood and they may not know what to express or maybe over express they may have an overactive throat chakra yeah yeah uh but yes we we love it you guys just keep feeling and healing and express yourself and seek out these spaces where people are um healing you know like there's healing in many different ways like going to yoga of course is one going to the gym Train your body, move your body around, go into a dance class, go into a painting class. Like if you have an art form, if you used to play sports when you were young, if you used to play games, like move your body, move the energy. Because like when you go through trauma, it just locks up in the body. And then it's up to us to like start chiseling away at the shit to like feel something again. Can you relate to that? Well, to get, you know, science related really quick, it does, um, Trauma does form a memory in your muscles, if I'm not mm. mistaken. Um, and I think that's where, like, where you get the knots in your muscles, where stuff like that comes from. It's just tissue that keeps building over and over and over on top of each other. And kind of like a tumor. A tumor is the same way. Just those, those cells that keep building on top of each other. And there's there's ways where if you do yoga and um, frequency therapy and, and different movements and stuff like that throughout your body where it can break that stuff up. Yeah. It, the blood and your muscles flowing and stuff like that. Like literally, like I, I found myself like doing this. I'm constantly massaging this muscle in my neck and I know it's got something to do with my throat chakra. And I'm, you know, yeah. and like I'm always doing this. This is the, my, I'm, I'm rubbing my lat, my left lat y'all. So that's right behind my heart. You know what I'm saying? My heart muscle, whatever. So it's like my throat chakra, my heart chakra. I'm still working through some stuff. I need a deep tissue massage. I had started a routine of every month, the week of the full moon. I book a deep tissue massage and I have done not done that in months. And I feel it in my body now. So in regards to full moon rituals, what's on your list? I like to do the moon gazing. I have to watch the moon. I have to <laughs> down, burn so it. What are you doing, man? The funny thing is, is I didn't realize that it was full moon this week. My alert hadn't gone. I went off today, but it hadn't gone off earlier in the week. And I felt led to do a self-love in a beauty bath. And I felt like that was my spirit who knocked off the alarm instead of my phone knocking off the alarm that the full moon is here. And when I thought about it and I put it together, I said, wow, that's so crazy how your spirit will speak to you. And it's like, it's full moon on Thursday. You, you got to do something. And so um, to open that up, I did a, a beauty and a self-love bath. Mm-hmm. And then because it's on Thursday, 
You have to do something money. Yes, yes, yes. A full, when I saw that it was on a Thursday, oh, I already got my money stuff set up. I can't wait tomorrow. When you said Thursday, I was like, oh yeah, that's money day. Yes, that's money day. And it's a full moon. So those of you that are listening, if, if you never did anything money related on a full moon, make Thursday your face day, your first day. Now, um, oh, what was I about to say? And the full moon is at one, two, three, four. Is at twelve thirty four in the morning? Wow, one, two, three, four. Wow. I'm not, I'm not, but um, for so for everyone that's like listening, every day of the week is ruled by a different planet. I think. Um, so for Thursday, I forgot what day, what planet it's ruled by. Jupiter. Yes. So um, Thursdays is ruled by the planet Jupiter. Jupiter is the planet of luck, fortune, expansion, and Jupiter rules Sagittarius energy. So if you want more on Jupiter energy, research Sagittarius sign. But Mina, do you have like a quick basic ritual that people could do in regard to like money rituals or like on Thursday or just at any time? It don't even have to be during the full moon, but like just something small if people want to get started with doing money work. What's a effective one you would recommend? Okay, so if you're someone who doesn't like candles, you can go right to your um, grocery store and get a stick of cinnamon and okay. keep that in your pocket or keep it in your wallet. Yeah. Um, light candles, get a green candle. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Mm-hmm. Um, you can write whatever it is that you're trying to manifest on the candle along with your name and your date of birth. Um, you can keep it simple. Or you can put a little bit of cinnamon or other money herbs on the candle. So that's that. Um, You can do a money bath. So you can take literally cinnamon or basil or mint or any money um, herb and steep it in some hot water and pour it over yourself. It doesn't have to be a bunch of herbs. It can just be one of those herbs. Yeah. Um, You hear me saying cinnamon a lot because it's um, very common and you can get it right from the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I think quick cinnamon like is it a fast acting agent? And it's fast. Heats it up. It's a spice herb. Well, it's considered a spice. Yeah. Spice. So yeah. Fast. It's right. Spice. Duh. Okay. <laughs> right. Another fast one is peppermint. Anything in the mint family, experiment peppermint. Anything in the mint family. Um, I did bath. I did candle or incense. Go to your botanical oh, and get like some money drawing um, incense. And yes. that can be like your um, air element as far as manifestation. Yeah. I try to do each element. You I do that too. Air, air. I was trying to do each element. I think an earth. What would I'm be an earth? Um, I like to plant stuff. So like maybe like write, a, uh, write an intention and put it in a pot of soil or put it actually in the earth. Okay. Well, I have a money tree. You can get a money tree. You You can pluck some of the leaves of your money tree and put that underneath your candle or plant something like you just said, write an intention and plant it in the money. Allow the roots to wrap around the intention. Yes. And I love that you hit um, every single element because that's what I try to do too. Like I try to always... I try to always have a candle going. Like I buy the big like box of 60 votive candles from Amazon for like 20 bucks. And so all day, every day, I just have a white pure light going. And every now and then I'll speak to the flame or if I have an incense going, I'll speak to the incense or I'll go outside and speak into the air, just like Pocahontas was. 
Remember that scene when she was speaking into the air and it was carrying her words? And that's not yeah, right there. He low-key. Well, back then, I didn't really... But now I'm like, oh, okay. I <laughs> hidden in plain sight. It was hidden. They say that again. In hidden plain in Disney, too. Look at Disney. Disney. Right hmm. there. And you guys, like, um, even though we just mentioned these uh, basic rituals you can start doing for manifestation, the main thing is your intention, your mind. Everything starts in the mind, okay? So if you have stinking thinking, as, as Jim Rohn be saying, <laughs> OG motivational speaker Jim Rohn, if you have that stinking thinking where you're pessimistic and a negative Nancy and soil or Sally, you know, where you're just not in the state of belief and faith, don't expect your manifestation and blessings to pop off, okay? You have to start with a clean mind and clean space. Another thing I want to say about the, the money thing is be realistic, okay? Come on. If you have $500 in your bank account, don't go right in a, a do a ritual for $500 million. Like, come on. Make it make sense. Make it match. <laughs> do something like, if you got to do something unrealistic, I mean, do like a little dollar scratch off and hope that you get your money back or something like that. Be realistic. Not about the building. Yes. Be realistic and make sure you can afford it. That's yeah. another thing. Don't manifest a mansion and get the mansion and can't afford it because you didn't manifest the funds to take care of the mansion. You didn't consider the maintenance, now did you, in that manifestation? Can you maintain the blessing? Act, make sure you ask for the maintenance. Mm, the maintenance. The millions and the maintenance. Make sure you ask to be blessed with the, the ability to maintenance that blessing. Because you can get the blessing, but what if you can't upkeep it? Look, you can wish for a Phantom or a Range Rover, but can you afford that maintenance? Can Same you thing afford- in relationships. Same thing in relationships. You can manifest this dream man or this dream woman. I mean, they could be everything that you've asked for, but you have a lot of shit going on. I have all these bags. Where are you supposed to go if I have all this baggage? All these bags. And you better pray that that person that you pray for is going to stay with you through the bullshit. Well, shoot, my thing is like, if you really my friend and you know I got it going on and you can't support or match that, are you really my friend? You sent me to wait around for you. Don't you think I deserve better? Because you're not ready. Hold up. Let me say this, though. Let me say this. And this is a popular comment. We need to normalize loving a person enough and respecting a person enough to say, hey, look, I want you bad. I want you bad as hell, badder than I need water, badder than I need oxygen. But I'm not right for you. I'm not right for you right now. I would love to beg and plead for if you could find it in your heart to wait for me to heal. Perfect. You can't, and you find someone that you cool. But I want to. I I wish that we would normalize, you know, holding on to that glittery, sparkly thing that we prayed for, but we're not ready for it. Yeah. And that's love. You know what I'm saying? That's respect. That's I respect yeah. your time. I don't want to play with your feelings. Love. You know, I can't I can't give you what you deserve. And I know that. I'm not gonna gaslight you and make you feel like you aren't doing enough all because I want to bring you down to my level when I feel like I'm ready. Like, no, like if you love them, 
like this, like the saying goes, if you love them, let them go. And if it's meant to be, they'll come back or whatever. And honestly, saying that, if you be real with a person and, and come to them and say that, they might stick around. Because keep it real with me. I respect keeping it real. Just be straight up. It's fine. And stick around and be like, well, damn, you is kind of shitty right now. But if I give you three years to work on yourself, yeah. you might. Or... You know what? You manifest. We manifested each other in our world. How can I support you? Yes, I'm here. You may be here, but how can I support you? Right. Let's how see. can we? How can we add value to each other? You know what I'm saying? So oh, that's beautiful. Cheers to all that. I love that. Cheers. All right, Miss Amina. So we you having an event coming up? Yes, I have an What's event on? in Florida, all of Central Florida. Mm -hmm. uh, April 15th, we are going to be at DG Beck Studios, which is on LB McLeod and President Barack Obama. That corner is off of um, Conroy and Kirkman. Mm -hmm. But um, we're going to be there from one to four. And Yumi Yoni will be there. Um, we'll have some holistic companies there a clothing brand we have an art brand um <clears throat> we have a another natural um brand i think she does more like um beads and waist beads and stuff like that yeah and then um we have another holistic brand i think she does shea butters okay nice yeah so yeah. we have a people that'll be joining yumi yoni there but we'll, we'll be there we'll be posted up and we'll be there from one to four Love it. What's going to be the layout and flow of events, itinerary? What can they expect? So it's a free shopping experience. Um, there won't be any actual activities at this one, at our first one, but okay. there will be some in the, the ones to come in the future. But it's basically like an open floor plan and the vendors will be um, alongside of the perimeter of the um, auditorium and then people will come in and shop and take pictures and um, get to meet the brands in their community. Yes. Love it. So it's um like a grassroots effort in a sense, like local community, uh, local brands coming together to support each other. Mm -hmm. Yep. Love it. You gotta be well known where you're at first. You can't be, you can't start off anywhere else. You have to start where you are and then it'll be a domino effect after that. People just yeah. carry on the name of your brand from there. Yes. What's your goal with this event? So my goal, I have a few goals. My goal oh. with this event is to one, get Yumi Yoni <clears throat> in front of um, more of the community. And then two, to allow a platform for other businesses yeah. who need that platform to get their brand out. And then eventually I would like to have it to where we can have a panel of like-minded people, you, me, other um, podcasts, yeah. other yoga people, and we can have a panel <clears throat> and speak to those entrepreneurs and encourage them, maybe even encourage young people that are there. Yes. I'm starting something. Especially um the kids that have their own business. There are some, there, yep. There will be a kid there. Kids business you know like little girl with her little lip glosses and stuff and homeboy you know with whatever creation he has I, I think so shout out to all the kids with businesses and shout out to the parents that take the time to start yes. that with the kids. To instill that in their kids imagine if you knew what you uh, know now when you were like 12 or 13 you'll be a junior in college I'm like, I'm 
Guys, like shout out to the parents that take a time to create an LLC and go to pop-up shops and promote with their child and just really instill entrepreneurship from the beginning. That's what I'm talking about. Breaking generational curses. It's not just about getting a job or a good job. It's about being happy and fulfilled and doing what what God called you to do. Yeah. I'll go. Discovering your purpose is is a blessing in itself. I think that a, a lot of times we look for a blessing to be something tangible or material, but it yeah. could be the things that are bestowed in your spirit or your mind or your heart. Yes. And it could do a 360 for you. Yes. I'm telling you, like it's it's so important. Um okay, so again, it's gonna be at the event, it's gonna be at um DG Beck Studios, you guys in Orlando, Florida. All right. DG Beck, it is also um a dance studio. There's where a lot of weekly dance classes there. So if you're familiar with that, yes, it's that DG Beck, okay? And it is in a um an industrial park, so it's like in between the buildings, okay? So if you're Heading out there, just be mindful of that, okay? You have to drive inside, and you'll see all the cars and stuff. So it is tucked in, but it's a huge space. And like Mina said, there's going to be several vendors there um, supporting the Orlando and local community. So if you're in Orlando and surrounding areas, all of Central Florida, share it. Go show up. Go uh, shop and support. Repost to your stories. Tag all that stuff. Oh, the flames uh, jump. Um do all the things, okay? And remember, share it. And you said it's from 1 to 4? 1 to 4. Shopping is from 1 to 4. On Saturday, April 15th. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Perfect. Um, Mina, any final comments, remarks, shout-outs, anything else you want to plug before we head out of here? Um, oh, I do want to shout-out my YouTube page. So I put, I just uploaded a new video. And it's the same thing as my Instagram, the Yumi Yoni. But I uploaded a video about the Yoni steam. Yeah. So, and I will be uploading more videos. Even though it's popular, there's still a big group of women who are interested, but they're afraid to jump into it because they don't know about it. So that's going to be my little um, videos that I'm going to be uploading to get women introduced to Yoni steams. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So Yes. I love it. Claps and round of applause and congratulations in advance for an amazing turnout. Thank you. Yes. Cheers to that. In advance. In advance. Cheers to being in advance. I like that. My final question. What is the future of Yumi Yoni? What is the future for Amina? The future for Yumi Yoni is to... Um, like I said, have that that space, that actual physical space yeah. where people into um in migrating from being online to show that hey, there's an actual person behind this brand, and the person behind this brand is not just asking for dollars. Right. We're trying to push um a purpose. And that is to make people more aware of themselves spiritually and emotionally. And I think that if we started off being aware, who knows how that could shape your day? I know that's simple, but if imagine how your day would be if you woke up intentionally and aware. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, congratulations in advance to your grand opening to your store yes. for yes. water in this thing, okay? 
Mm-hmm. I okay. gotta uh I gotta uh get my outfit ready for the grand opening, okay? When two or more come together, it shall be done. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. And you better be there too. I will absolutely be there. Make sure you order the big scissors, okay? You make sure the big scissors are there. Actually, I'll bring them. I'll be bringing the big scissors. <laughs> and take your picture front and center. But you're literally stepping into your power. Even more so. Because you already did it being a mom. You already did it being a woman. You already did it um, being a business owner. But like you're leveling up even more. You're evolving e- even more. You're rising even more. And it's beautiful to see. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm so excited for you. And you deserve it all. Keep going. You're needed out here. Your gifts, your talents, your time, your energy, all that. It's needed. It's important. And the best part is that Yumi is taking it all in. She has a passenger seat to just study you. And she adores you more than you realize. You know what I'm saying? So from everyone that you have ever touched, everyone you have ever inspired and showed love, everyone you have ever healed through your work, we thank you, Mina. We thank you for your service to the collective. We are excited for you. We send you love. Continue divine connections, divine timing, divine alignment, okay? Proper preparation for stellar performance, okay? Another invite, another upgrade, all right, so just yes. round of applause. I love you. You know, we've been in this, what, three years now? And, and going. And oh, going. Yes. And going. So, yes, yes cheers to you. Cheers. I told you it was going to be cheers. <laughs> mm. Next time, we're going to have some real drink. For real. <laughs> when the sun set, when the moon comes out, we'll have a okay. lot <laughs> We gotta be five o'clock somewhere. We'll have our libations. But I, I know I've said it over the years, you know, I want to do the retreat thing. So I'm gonna put mine out there. You know, when two or more come together, it shall be done. So in regards to the Libra Full Moon relationships, we will be working together again on the retreat level. Wow. So start thinking about what would that look like for us. Let's put it out there. Let's put it out there. Mm-hmm. 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 I like Mm-hmm. Because remember, we still got to do our beach trip, too, with the meditation meetup. I still ain't forgot. Maybe that could be the first retreat. That could be the first one. It doesn't have to be... um Like an overnight thing. It could just be like a field trip as like a tester thing. And then we can... Or we can, we can, we can do an Airbnb kind of thing. Yeah, like a weekend. Like just something real quick to like introduce, throw it out there, make it official. All right, fine. Fine, I'll meditate on it tonight. Ah. <laughs> I like how the wheels are turning about this one. So we, we'll be going, we'll be, yeah. Yes, we'll do uh, our thing. Okay, final remarks from you in regards to like the Libra full moon, in regards to Aries season, spring, just your final remarks, your final energy. I would say with the full moon, whatever downloads you receive, it's, uh, entertain it. Because like we said, that air, well, I know we mentioned earlier, the air, it heightened the intuition. Yeah. So that's what I will give to you. Whatever you hear, entertain it. Just just sit on it for a little bit. It may not make sense right away, but meditate on it. Lean in there. Lean into it. Yeah. Put your pinky toe in there. It'll- yeah. 
Tip a toe. See what it feels. Don't just don't just smack it away. Don't just smack the fries away. Entertain the fries. Entertain it a wee bit. Look at the donuts. You might want one. Damn. <laughs> one donut is one order of fries. Please just receive the love that's coming to you. Yeah. <laughs> I have enjoyed you. I have enjoyed this conversation. I'm excited for this episode. I am too. Did you want to try to do the live one more time when we Yes, yes, when we uh when we like wrap up here, we can jump back on there with the live and stuff. But Amina, I love you. Thank you for being here. I'm excited. This this won't be the last time. We'll have you on again. Maybe later on in the year we have an update for us. Oh, we could do it quarterly. We could do it quarterly. Fine. It's done. But um, you guys, that wraps up the first guest episode of 2023. Final cheers. <laughs> Maybe not really. Cheers. The first guest episode of 2023. From my Earth Queen, Amina. Thank you so much for your time. Congratulations again. You guys um, check out her event in Orlando, Florida. Saturday, April 15th from 1 to 4 p.m. A live shopping experiences with a lot of great brands in the Orlando and surrounding areas. Um, so all of Central Florida, go and show up and support. Share with a friend. Lock it in your calendar. Remember, you can add us on Instagram. I'm at ChiChiBabe, C-H-E-C-H-E-B-A-B-E, as well as the My Virgo Friend Podcast. Amina, what are your Instagram handles and YouTube and all that stuff? Instagram, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube is the Yumi Yoni. It's all the same. And how you spell that, my love? T H E Y U M I Y O N I. Perfect. All right. So add Amina on there. Um, engage with the page. Engage with her products. Uh, your website is theyumiyoni.com. Yumioni.com. Check out her products. Get on her newsletter list so you can stay in touch with all of her deals and specials. Check out her stories. Stay in touch with her. She is on her way. She is very tapped in. She is very spiritually gifted. And most of all, she's a beautiful woman. Authentic, real, genuine, down to earth. And uh, just a beautiful energy that I'm blessed and fortunate to know. So thank you. Thank you, Chi Chi, for having me. You're very welcome. Love you, girl. Oh, girl. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you for tuning in to my Virgo Friend Podcast. Bye.